This is A Holy Show by Janet Moran. Ladies and gentlemen, you're very welcome here today to Ireland in 1981. Can you please ensure your imaginations are switched on and your tray tables safely stowed? We'll be leaving Dublin very shortly for Paris via the London airspace, with some consideration given to the People's Republic of Iran. In case of hijack, which is certain, please stay calm, remain seated, and do not give in to fear. This all happens in a very different Ireland to the one we live in now. T Flight EI-164 from Dublin to London Heathrow is ready for boarding. Please make your way to gate 17. Now, we want you to queue in an orderly fashion, otherwise there'll be trouble. We've seen it before. Someone loses a bag or a coat or an eye. Remember, an orderly fashion. Yeah, don't go bananas. So, anyway, what happened? So... They opened her up, and wasn't she riddled? Oh, good Lord. Riddled? Death was a release. <clears throat> Come forward, boarding pass, please. Mary Ivers. Welcome aboard, Mary. I'm sorry, but there's an Australian man over there, and he's behaving a bit strange. Uh, we're all a bit strange, love. Boarding pass, please. Cahill Kelly. Are you right, Cahill? London waits for no man. Sorry, how does it work? Can I just sit anywhere, or...? The seats are numbered. Boarding pass, please. Oh, <laughs> oh welcome back, Mr Harvey. <laughs> we missed you on the flight last week. Hiya, Belinda. Super to see you. I must say that uniform fits you superbly. Oh, we just stop. Superbly. Oh, seriously, stop. <laughs> Boarding pass, please. Oh, hi, Claire. You're travelling with Mr. Harvey. Must be real high flying being his PA. No, it's mostly looking at construction sites. Oh, but he's so charming, no? No. Boarding pass, please. Maraid Bergen. I uh, don't mean to cast uh, aspersions, but um, uh, there's an Australian fellow over there, and uh, he's very odd. I just hope he's not sitting beside me. Well, let's hope. Last call now for passengers Shorten and Shorten. Come on, Vaughan, will ya? Yeah, back off. I'm carrying all the bags because of your banger of a back. <laughs> back off. Hey... Can you smoke on this plane? Yes. Oh, thanks, thanks be, be to, to God. God. We're going to London to meet our new grandchild. But my new grandchild. Well, her new grandchild. My grandnephew. Oh, congratulations. Right, we're closing the doors now. Oh, would you look at another one? Boarding pass, please. How do you do? Oh, I do good. My name is Lawrence Danny. What's that accent? I'm originally from Australia. Oh, you're a long way from home. That's right, I am. A long way from home. Oh, okay. Well, welcome aboard, Mr. Downey. God bless you. Thanks. We'll be leaving shortly. Oh, no. Yes. No, they make the, they make the um, uniforms for us. We yeah. don't have pillows on no. the side. You're going to London. I have to. Yeah. yeah. Just sleep on your hand. Hello, everybody. This is your captain speaking. My name is Harry Doyle. I'll be flying your plane here today on this fine morning, 2nd May, 1981. It's a perfect day for a jaunt to London. The aircraft we're on today is the Boeing 737-200 series, and weather conditions are bright and clear. Very soon we'll be preparing for departure, but now our friendly air hostesses will run through a few safety instructions with you. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fasten the seatbelt sign. Please stow your carry-on luggage underneath the seat in front of you. Fasten your seatbelts. Now, we request your full attention as we demonstrate the safety features of this aircraft. When the seatbelt sign illuminates, you must fasten your seatbelt. Insert the metal fittings one onto the other and tighten your arms around me, you fine figure of a man. Oh, God! Isn't he absolutely gorgeous now? Imagine being in Fox Rock Golf Club with him. And pulling on the loose end of the strap. A safety vest is located in the pouch under your seat or between the armrests. When instructed to do so, slip it over your head and do not give me dirty looks, Claire. Think she owns the feckin' plane. Sitting there just because she has a high-flying job with Mr. Harvey. Well, I have a high-flying job too. Flying. She thinks she's better than us. She should just inflate the vest, pull firmly on the red cord only when leaving the aircraft. There are several emergency exits on this aircraft. Forward, aft, and over my dead body. Would you get me wearing something like that? Oh, she's like a little granny sitting there. I wonder why she's heading to... Locate your nearest exit. 
You will find all the other safety information and the card located in the seat pocket in front of you. We strongly suggest you read it before takeoff. We, we wish, wish you all an enjoyable flight. Cabin crew, please prepare for gate departure. Doors on automatic cross-check and report. Thank you. Prepare for takeoff, please. Oh, good lord. Oh, it's fast. Oh, do these things really fly themselves? Oh, sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in thee. Goodbye then, Ireland. Goodbye, Dad. Goodbye, tiny town. Oh, I'll never see you again. Oh, God, maybe it wasn't such a good idea to leave. That daft little country. There she is in all her green glory. Sloan Lotso. I wonder if I'll get back. I'm not going so far. Not far enough. Farewell, sectarian shite. Farewell, Ulster Fry. Farewell, no jobs. Farewell, football on Thursday nights. Farewell, soldiers with guns. Farewell, pals. Farewell, DUP dopes. Farewell, ma'am. Farewell, ma'am. I better... Have a fag. I suppose we'll have to wait until we're up in the air. I can't wait to see this little baby. It's just as well I was able to come and keep Bun company. Shall she be lost without me? It's a pity she doesn't realize that half the time. There's no two ways about it. Her fourteenth grandchild. So they're practically my grandchildren as well. Grandnieces and grandnephews are practically the same as grandchildren. Ah, yeah. There's no two ways about it. It's very noisy all the same, this claim. I thought now I'd be more nervous, but I'm not. I'll enjoy it, I think. I hope Kit doesn't take over too much when we get there. It's not her grandson. She doesn't ever seem to realize that. Oh, Janie, we're up really high. Oh, that's fantastic now, I must say. I wonder what they'll call him. Kit usually comes up with good names and fairness to her. I hope they don't go for something too English or something like... God almighty. I'm going to kill him. Just to be able to say I quit. I quit, you awful tool. You tool. You eejit. You self-entitled inheritance boy. I'm off to do something meaningful. Oh, no. It's nothing personal. You're a terrific boss. No. How could it be personal? You're definitely not a... Birdie on the first. He's unstoppable. It's remarkable to think that this massively successful businessman has had the time to become as good as he has. So good, in fact, that he's been able to turn professional and beat all the leading golfers of the day. Oh, that's a nice top on Claire. Nice figure. The title of best golfer in the world will surely be his if he can just... Give me back my love, all I want from you is to give me back my love forever. Oh, what the hell was that? A bump, it jolted me. I hope we don't all die. So just give me back my love. Leave you. Are you there? Are you with me? What if somebody gets hurt? If it is your will, we're leveling off. Get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the fasten the seatbelt sign and you may now move around the cabin. Smokers in the smoking section may now light up. Now, we'll be passing around the cabin to offer you hot and cold drinks as well as snacks. Alcoholic drinks are also available with our compliments. But, but go, go easy! easy. So, she's to do the chemo now, but it's not looking good. Oh, Lord, and she'll have to wear a wig now, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Though, her hair was tin, anyway. Tea, Tea or coffee? coffee? You never said anything about my hair. Oh, it's fabulous. Tea, Tea or coffee? coffee? No, I've no chumps. I've snacks, grand. Bye, Pete. Two packages of tato, 20 pence. Where'd you get it done? Oh, my friend did it. Now, he's the one who did it for me when I won the Rose of Tralee. Tea, Tea or, or coffee? coffee? What? Herbal. Herbal tea? No. No, I don't. There isn't all tea herbal. 
I'll give you normal. Tea, Tea or coffee? coffee? Tea, please. Would you like anything? No. Are you all right? It's just I've never flown before. Oh, me neither. My aunt paid for the ticket. She just bought it. But I could have gone on the boat. I, I would have preferred that. Uh, are you going on a wee visit? No, I'm going to her convent to become a nun. Huh? Well, my aunt became a nun because she developed a great love for Africa and its people. So she decided to give her life over to praying for those who are struggling. So that's what I've decided to do. Help people by praying for them. Right, that sounds helpful. Um, I'm going looking for a job. Oh, what do you do? I don't know yet. I've never been able to get one before. Oh. <laughs> Two jemmies, please, with ice. With ice. Thanks, love. Thanks, love. Here, did you put that bet on before we left? I did. You did. I did. I put two quid each way. Oh, each way? Not to win? No. Oh, on Sugar Daddy's fancy? No, I didn't fancy him. Oh. On Sugar. Oh, great. Yeah, great. We can pop to a bookies after we see our little baby at the hospital. Yeah, I can't wait to see my little baby. I wonder what they'll call him. Mm. I've a good name for them. I'm sure you do. We've a chance at the bookies. Ah, yeah, we've a chance. Please, God. I'll take a brandy, thanks, Trish. And Claire will have a white wine. Actually, I'd like it. Good girl, Claire. You should think about becoming an air hostess, Claire. You've a fantastic figure. Right. Can we talk about this meeting? We need to make this deal in London work. There's no money and property in Dublin anymore. We're heading for the crash, Claire. And I want to be out of the metaphorical car before the metaphorical crash. The car is the country, Claire, and the crash is the crash. Yeah, I got that. So are you thinking of moving the business to London? Britain might be a bit more stable over the coming years. Don't be so stupid, Claire. We couldn't be living among the heathen. Orange juice, please. Sorry. Is there any chance I could change seats? Oh, you can wear that. <laughs> it's not a bus you're on. Oh, okay. So, uh, you were a priest. That's interesting. Yes, well, a monk, but it didn't work out due to a misunderstanding with my superior. This misunderstanding involved my punching him in the face. Oh, merciful hour. Yes, but I still wanted to make a difference and live with meaning. So... What did you do? I went back to Australia to work in real estate. Right. That was fine for a while, but then I became interested in politics. So I raised a mercenary army to go and liberate East Timor. Jamie, you get around. Oh, you're having a brandy. Very nice. I like a brandy, though not normally at this time. I'll have another brandy, please. Are you a religious woman? Ah, sure. You have to cover the bases. <laughs> have you heard about the miracles at Fatima? I have. Do you know what happened? I do. In 1917... I know. ...the Virgin Mary appeared to two little girls and a little boy. Lucia, Jacinta... And Francisco. ...to tell them three secrets. No, I know. The children were on a mountainside, minding their sheep. Yep, I know. When suddenly a great white light appeared before them. The clouds parted. And there in front of them was a beautiful lady. Hello, children. Do not be afraid. Where are you from? I am from heaven. Will I go to heaven? You will. Will Jacinta? She will. Will Francisco? He will have to say many rosaries. Is my friend Maria Nevis in heaven? She is. Is Amelia? She's in purgatory. Oh, that makes sense. What do you have to tell us? I have to show you a vision. A vision of hell where poor sinners go. We all serve God's will. Hiya. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to start our approach into London Heathrow. We've made good time this morning. We're on course to land five minutes early. So sit back, everyone, and relax as we begin our final descent. 
Please make sure your seat back and tray tables are in their full upright position. Excuse me? And stay in your seats. Make sure your seatbelt is securely fastened and all carry-on luggage is stowed. I said sit down! Underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bin. Are you with me, Lord? Let's go! What the hell have you just done to yourself? Where the hell is he going? Excuse me, sir! You can't go in there! Sir! Sir! This is a hijack! What the... If you do what I say, nobody will be hurt. If you don't do what I say, we will all die. My name is Lawrence Stanley, and I'm here today on a very special mission. I have doused myself with petrol, and I have this lighter. Steady if now. If you do not follow my commands, I will set us all on fire. And worse, some of us will go to hell. Oh, probably. I also have cyanide crystals. I can create cyanide gas. Do you understand? Uh, yes, yes. Now, I do not want to go to London. I want to go to Iran. Uh, sir, this is a flight to London. We do not have enough fuel to get to Iran. Right. Well, where could you get to? Um, we could make it to France, all right. To France, then? But can I ask why? No, you can't. I want you to radio through to your bosses on the ground and tell them you've been hijacked. I want you to tell them to alert all the international media. I want as wide an audience as possible. This is my demand. In breaking news, an Aer Lingus flight to London is being hijacked by the third sept of Fatah. Unconfirmed reports tell us that the hijackers are Arab and have given their list of demands, which have not been made public yet. The plane has been diverted under duress and is on its way to Le Touquet Airport in Paris. The hijackers want to speak to the Pope. Uh, yes, that's correct, the Pope. The Iranian hijackers are believed to have a bomb on board. Je suis ici à l'aéroport du Touquet, qui a été bouclé par les forces spéciales de la police d'élite. L'avion a été détourné en route de Dublin à Londres Heathrow par un groupe qui veut savoir ce qui est le The Third Secret of Fatima. Belinda! Yes, I'll be with you now in a minute. Sit down. He just went bananas. Bananas. Oh, perfect. Fact! He's got a bottle of petrol. He says he's going to explode himself. Pour the petrol on himself and set himself on fire. Sure, then wouldn't a whole plane go up in flames? We'd all die, burn to death. And then the plane would explode, then we'd definitely all die. Or if he sets himself alight in the cockpit, sure, he'd probably spill some petrol on Harry and sure, then we'd go down anyway. That's it. So he won't be able to fly the plane if he's on fire. We'd be fecked. I think we should tell the passengers. I'm going to tell them. Do not. They'll go to Lally. They may as well know that they're going to die. Horribly. A horrible death he'll give us. Oh, Jesus! Oh! Stop it! And what does he want? He wants to reveal the third secret of what I think. Huh? I don't feckin' know her. He wants the Pope to tell him. I know. That is strange. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we will not be able to land at London Heathrow at this time. We have a gentleman in the cockpit here with us who has asked to be taken to France. So we're changing course now and heading for Le Touquet Airport in Paris. Please stay calm and remain seated. Paris! Oh, lovely! Did we get the wrong plane? It must be a diplomat. Oh, for Is something wrong? God's sake! What gentleman? I have a meeting for God's sake. Do I just speak? I don't need to press anything? Okay, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Lawrence Danny. I've taken control of this plane. My cause is an important one, and one in which the Catholic Church is involved. I myself am a monk. Well, I was a Trappist monk for five years. I'm sure you were all aware that the Pope has been keeping a secret from us. Well, he has. And I believe we all have a right to this secret. I believe I know what this secret is, but the Pope must release it. This secret is the third secret of Fatima. The third secret of Fatima? Is it the chapel was sitting with me? What the hell is that? It's some kind of religious thing. What's the third secret of Fatima? Oh, merciful hour. What is the third secret of Fatima? 
It's the last of the three secrets that our lady told the three kids in Fatima. See, the kids were out minding their sheep, I think. Yeah. yeah. And didn't our lady come down from heaven? And there she was, hoovering in front of them in the sky there. Oh, and I meant to say before, she was absolutely fabulous looking, oh, you know. real nice looking now. A nice wit at a Friendly girl. In any way, the kids were on their knees going, Oh, a lady, can you tell us something about yourself? And doesn't she speak to them? But she desperate things to tell them. Desperate altogether. So she says, Waiting, I tell you, this'll be me fourth secret, she says. Take a look at this. And doesn't she show them a vision of hell? Well... They were in bits. And she says, Go home now and have a think about what I told you, and I'll be back again tomorrow. Second day, she appears again. Now, says she, you have to go and tell the Pope he's to consecrate Russia to my Immaculate Heart. Otherwise, there'll be all kinds of wars. Okay, they says. And they go home and tell everyone, we have to get in touch with the Pope. So the local bishop gets to hear of this and gets involved, you know. Mm. Third day, here she comes again. Now this time, there's a gang there to see if they can catch a glimpse of Our Lady. Because the bishop is a bit of a mouth. So Our Lady comes along and the kids say, Our Lady, you wouldn't do us a favour, would you? Would you do a miracle or, or something just to let everyone know you're here? Our Lady says, Fine, okay, I'll do you a miracle. Now, there were thousands there at this stage who all saw this happen. It was in the papers and all. So first of all, doesn't she part the clouds? And then, doesn't the sun suddenly blast out its light, real blind? And, and then it kind of goes purpley, and then it starts going all whirly. And then it shoots down to the earth, like as if it's falling real fast. And all the people were screaming like, oh, wow, so she is there. So then Mary says, happy now, this is the big one. And she tells them the third secret. And they're mesmerised. They just sit there, looking at her there. Hoovering. And everyone in the crowd says, Well, what did she tell you? But they don't let on. They can't. But of course, the local bishop gets it out of them. They tell the Pope at the time, and then he told this Pope. But they all think we're not able for it, so they won't tell us. It's a secret, whatever it is. It's supposed to let us know when the end of the world will be. Mm. Though I couldn't tell you why that little guess is so desperate to know. Sit down now, that's enough out of you two. Now, we're over the channel, so if we blow up now, that's us done for. Even if we survive the explosion, you drown. Go up and knock on the door and see what's happening. I will not! Are you mad? Just go up! Offer him some food or something. No! You go up and throw a drink in his face! I will not! And what if he attacks me? Go up and see! No! Ladies and gentlemen, we have been clear to land at Le Touquet Airport, which is just outside Paris. Although we have been redirected under duress, hopefully we can get this situation sorted out sooner rather than later. We can all go home. I would urge you all to remain calm. I will keep in contact with you all as developments occur. Flight attendants, prepare for landing, please. Make sure your seatbelts are properly fastened and everybody stay calm. Don't go bananas! Children, the last time I told you that you must not yet share the secret of my appearance, and yet one of you spoke of it. Sorry. Children, I must ask you now to tell the people that they must consecrate Russia to my immaculate heart. Otherwise, the world will be condemned to death. 
death and war and disease. Consecrate Russia to your immaculate heart. Lady, we will do this. Anything else? Oh, yes, Lucia, you must learn to read. Will I learn to read? No. You and Francisco will be with me soon. I will be back next month on the 13th, when I will reveal to you my third and greatest revelation. But this next one must remain a secret, Jacinta. Everybody to Le Touquet Airport. Please remain seated and I will keep you informed as to what is happening. Here, let me have a go. Do I just speak? Yes. Hello, everybody! Can I remind you that I am armed? Nobody is going anywhere! At least let the women and children go. That's not fair. No! I would advise you all to pray! Has he made any demands, apart from wanting to go to Tehran? Uh, the publication of the third uh, secret of Fatima. What on earth is that? Under duress. That's what you said, isn't it? Do you think they'll understand what that means? Yes, I think they'll understand that. I suppose the passengers realize it's a hijacking. Yes, I think they understand that. What are you doing? I'm making a protest. A protest. I've been forced into this extreme action because the Irish media has ignored me. I have tried to get my message across peacefully and that didn't work, so now I've been pushed into the threat of violence. You have no cause to be violent on this plane. There are children on this plane. I know. I won't hurt them. And I have a child at home, Mr. Downey. That's all right. What do you think the secret is? I think it's about the end of the world. I think it tells us when that will be. I think the church right now is a spiritless husk and they're afraid to release it because they think we'll fall apart. That order will break down. But I don't believe that. I think we'll become our best selves. I think love will prevail. We'll understand each other, look after each other and forgive each other. We will all be connected. Knowing the end is coming, we will prepare, and we won't be lonely anymore. Oh, Mr. Downey, I suspect that wouldn't be the case at all. Don't you want to go to heaven, Harry? No. I just want to go home to my little boy. What do they do now? They're just waiting, Mr. Downey. Is someone at the door? Oh, Jesus! he heard you, Belinda! You and your loud breathing. I have adenoids, Trish. Oh, dear God. Please get us out of this. I promise I'll be a better person. I'll do anything. What should I do? Well, you could try not being so concerned about appearances and not spend every penny you have on makeup and switzers. Oh. Well, okay. I will. But you could try stop reveling in stories about death. Okay, I will. It's just that it's fascinating, God. I can't help it. I have a natural inclination to the dark side. Oh, she does. She can't help it. I can't. And that's your fault, God. You made me. I'll be better, though, God. Just watch me. Would you like some peanuts? Don't be afraid now. He just went berserk. He's completely unhinged, boss. This will all get sorted out very soon. And we're close to the back, so I'd say if he sets himself on fire now, it's only the first few rows will get it. See, God, I'm being positive. Oh, merciful hour. Oh, those toilets are ungodly. Oh, I know. It's going on a bit long now. Seven hours. Would you not go up and have a look? No. Oh, my God. The door. Trish? Yeah? We could get out here, at the back. We could just sneak out. Go on. Go. Go. Go!
can't leave them. Ah, no. We'll stay. We'll stay. Ladies and gentlemen, I understand people are getting tired and hungry now. Let me tell you, negotiations are ongoing. I can assure you that we are doing our best here. And we will have some updates for you soon, I promise. Are you eating? No. What are you eating? Claire, I would share with you if I could, but I can't. I have an ulcer, Claire. I have to graze. I have to. Can I have a bit? Just a bit. I have a medical condition, Claire. <laughs> what do you think the third secret is, Claire? I couldn't give up. Oh, are you all right? I'm all right. Don't panic. I'm not panicking. We'll get there. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Little guess all the same. Oh, a little guess. I can see him there in the cockpit. We should run and grab him. Create a diversion. Oh, yeah, a diversion. <gasps> Wait. <gasps> Hang on. Maybe we'll get to hear what the third secret is, though. And maybe it's something nice, like... We're all going to be saved, no matter what you get up to. Oh, yeah, that'd be lovely. <gasps> no. I bet it's something scandalous about the George. And our lady was getting a direct line to tell us that they're all only a shower. And that's why they won't release it. I bet you that's it. Bet you. Anyway, Holy God will look after us. Ah, yeah. He's watching over us now. Mm. We'll offer us up if he kills us. Ah, yeah. Any regrets? Ah, yeah. What? I would have loved to have my own kids. Ah, yeah. You probably should have married Patrick. Ah, no. Sure, he moved to Spain. One time, him and myself got drunk together. It was when you had had your first child. I was in his house, and we were cooking dinner for all his aunts. They were at mass, and hadn't the nun one brought back a bottle of rum from El Salvador, where she was a missionary, and we said we'd have a sip. Well, it was so nice, you know. So we had another, then another, and we're there peeling sports, and then we have another. And the next thing is, we're drunk. And we just start dancing there in the kitchen. And I swear, my face was sore from smiling. But I was a bit nervous too, because we were so close together. And I felt, well, the next thing we knew, the ants were back from mass. And here they were, oh, stop the lights, we're starving. And that was a lovely mass and all this. I don't know how we got through that dinner. And I don't know what we put up to them at all. But I'll never forget just smiling across at Patrick. That was the only time we were ever alone. You should have gone with him. Ah, oh, no. I didn't want to live abroad. And I'm still glad I stayed with you and to help with the kids, cos you's needed me. And I'll be honest with you, Bon, I like that. Being needed. Tried to be lost without you. This Egypt now holding us up and we going to see our grandson. Ah, yeah. The third secret of Fatima, huh? Mm. Isn't it a pity our lady never appeared in Dublin? Ah, yeah. That would have been good. Are you going home yet? Soon, love. I wonder if they got in touch with the Pope yet. Uh, no news, no? Oh, he seems like a lovely man, so I'm sure he'll release the third secret when he hears about our situation. Oh, though, apparently Pope Paul VI fainted when he read it, so our Pope might be too afraid to read it himself. <laughs> Who remembers his visit to Ireland? I made egg and onion sandwiches and we had our picnic and, and there were some rowdies beside us singing Do you want your row lobby? Wash down, wash down. And my husband was annoyed. And all day I just kept thinking about my own mother and how she would have loved to be there. She loved a good sing-song. 
Yeah, she'd be 75 now, which is a good age, but then I suppose she didn't make it, so... She loved the pub. J.P., she called him. <laughs> but the rowdies wouldn't have bothered her. Huh? She'd have got a bit of crack out of them. She was great for making hay. All this and heaven to come, she'd say. All this and heaven to come. Oh, man. Bloody shite. Bloody nonsense. Bloody stupid Pope. Don't say that. Say what? Bleeping stupid Pope. Bloody Pope? Oh, of course. You're in his gang. Well, I'm sorry, but if we were to get hijacked, I wish it were someone with a bit of style, like Carlos the Jackal or the Badder Meinhof gang. We get a bleeping monk. He's not in my gang. I don't have a gang. And I think it's an awful sin what he's done, but I don't think you should be so disrespectful to me. Or the Pope. Why not? Because he's a good man. Is he indeed? Is he? Yes. What's he done? He's spoken out about inequality in Eastern Europe. Oh, please. What about the fact that he's caused this nonsense with his secret? Which, by the way, is nothing less than propaganda. It is not propaganda. Our Lady appeared to those children and gave them messages for us. The last secret can't be revealed yet because we're not ready for it. Did she? Why doesn't she appear to me then, or you? Why doesn't she appear to our friend up there since he's so desperate to know? She appeared to those kids because those kids were bored and steeped in superstition and denied an education and probably loved the attention it brought them. Mary appearing is no different to the witches in Salem seeing spirits or the son of Sam in New York being told by a dog to kill people. May God forgive you. I don't want forgiveness. I really don't. I think that's the worst possible thing to want. To abdicate responsibility for your behaviour in this life because you think a god will forgive you at the end if you make the right noises. You don't just make the right noises. You have to earn forgiveness. But it means that we have a chance if we do fail. It recognises that we're fallible, but we can do better if we follow Jesus' example. He died for our sins. Don't forget that. God sacrificed his only son so that we could be redeemed. I wouldn't sacrifice my son for anything if I had one, would you? <sighs> We're supposed to think that's a good thing. That Jesus essentially committed suicide and God approved it as a sacrifice. Human sacrifice, that's a good one. I'm not engaging with you. You're just making a joke out of it. It's a bravery you wouldn't understand. Oh, but I do. I understand bravery. I've seen it. My own father's bravery, as he lay dying. He never went in for all that. All his life he worked hard, looked after his family, always tried to do the right thing, but he never went in for all that. And as he lay dying, the hospital chaplain came in and offered him communion. And my mum begged him to take it. She said, do it for me. She's not a big believer herself, but she adores him. And I suppose she wanted him to be covered, just in case God wasn't feeling generous that day. My dad had an oxygen mask on his face at the time. It was painful even to breathe. He could barely speak. Hadn't spoken for a few days, actually. And as my mother begged, he moved slowly, painfully, to take the mask off. And I started to cry, because I thought, oh, this is it. He knows he's dying, and he's afraid. He slowly took the mask off. The chaplain moved forward with the bread, and my dad struggled to speak. He opened his mouth and finally said, I wouldn't take it up my hole. Now that's bravery. Well, I believe in God. Well, I believe in us. I believe in love. I believe in connection with other humans. I believe in art and literature and human endeavor and achievement. 
I believe in the magic of little unexpected moments of understanding and meaning. I don't believe in superstition and punishment, and servility and repression and separateness. I believe in the hugeness of us, the potential of us, of what we can do. Oh my God, they've come to rescue us. They've got guns. Oh, remember, O oh, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence to thee, I fly before thee, I stand, simple and sorrowful. Do not reject my petition, but gracefully hear and grant it. Amen. Doucement. Je m'appelle Pierre Soldier. Go for it, lad. Bad chance. Shoes. Just shoes from here. Ça suffit, monsieur. Oh, for God's sake. Shh. I'll save you. I'll save you. Shh, shh. What was that? I think it was just one of the passengers, Lawrence. We've been sitting here for eight hours now. How about you let some people off the plane? Nobody's getting off this fucking plane. You do realize you'll go to prison? No, I won't go to prison. I'll be rewarded for getting the word of God out. Lawrence, those people out there are just trying to live their lives. They don't care about this secret. It doesn't affect them. But you have affected them. You've frightened them. You've delayed them. Lawrence, my new baby is at home. I very much want to go back to him. He is a much longed for child and he has only just arrived. Please. It will affect them. They just don't know. I'm doing them a favor. Let us go, Lawrence. I've children myself. You do? How many children do you have, Lawrence? Four. How do you think they'll feel about what their father's doing? I don't know how they'll feel. I haven't seen them for a long time. I'm sorry. What's taking so long? What are they doing? Nothing. They're just waiting. What? They're just waiting. What? Can we get the Pope on the phone? No. Oh, well, what should we do now? I don't know. That's it! I won't be made a fool of again! Get the Pope here now, or everybody goes up! I'm serious now! I will kill you all! This This He's okay! He's okay! Levez les mains! Levez les mains, monsieur! It's only water! It's holy water! Ne bougez pas! Oh, please, please! I wasn't gonna hurt anyone! I'm sorry! Turn, turn! Oh, I'm sorry, lady! I failed you! Lady, I have many petitions. Will you grant them? Some I will, some I will not. What about the cripple Santa Maria de Capellina? Mm, no, no. Neither of his infirmity nor of his poverty will he be cured, and he must be certain to say the rosary with his family every day. Oh. Lady, tell us the third secret, your greatest secret. And do us a miracle. Lady, will you please do a miracle for all these people so that they may believe? Fine, I'll do you a miracle. Tell us your secret, lady. Please, tell it to me. Children, what I have to tell you now is very great. It is the only thing that matters in this life. What I have to tell you is this. Congratulations, everybody, on staying calm. The French have subdued and arrested the hijacker. I would just ask you all now to stay in your seats as Minister for Transport Albert Reynolds would like to come aboard and address you all. Oh, for the love of... Not long to wait now. He'll be leaving Dublin shortly. Should be with us within an hour or two. Uh, Jesus! They came in from the rear and the side doors. He didn't notice the lights going on in the cockpit. So they came in from behind here at him and surprised him. He didn't offer any resistance. There was no trouble. That was it. And nobody was hurt? Nobody was hurt. Uh, 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 uh,
I was sitting beside him, I won't lie. He gave me the willies. And he was drinking a brandy very early. Oh, Lord, I'm going to have a brandy myself. Good luck. All this and heaven to come. Listen, I'm a businessman. I'm used to stressful situations. I just stayed calm, and I calmed the people around me. Look, we've a great little country. We just need to change our priorities, our focus. Margaret Thatcher has the right idea. If we could get the masses to focus more on working hard in this life and forgetting about their reward in the next, sure, we might even get ourselves an economy and get that economy to really roar. Me? I'm just really hungry. Sure, you have to watch your figure, Claire. Claire is my assistant. No, no, I'm not. Not anymore. What? Is this about the peanuts, Claire? Jonathan, just... It's great to be here in Paris. It's great to be alive. Thanks be to God. We were on our way to London, but please God now, we're able to get on our way. I must say, though, I always wanted to see a bit of Paris. Mm. Is the Eiffel Tower far from here? It is. Oh, Maid. Maid, here, you didn't happen to hear who won the Chester Derby? Sugar? <gasps> Get your little diamond. What? Oh, yeah, the hijack? Yeah. Your man was a real twerp. Religion mad, I think. Now, he's after getting on the wrong side of the Pope. Oh, he's after making a very powerful enemy there. Nespa? Spa. It was awful. Things like this can affect you for years. I tried my best to stay calm and keep everyone from going bananas, which was very hard under those circumstances. Like now, they're saying it was a bottle of holy water that he had, but he said it was petrol. Well, it was a pity nobody was able to smell, to check. In future, I think we'll have to stop people getting on planes with bottles of water. I'm not a nervous person, but I am very careful. We never once thought of water being so deadly. Well, I can tell you, I've learned my lesson now. Huh? No. We never once thought of leaving the passengers. <clears throat> oh, uh, excuse me. We're being called for our dinner. <laughs> I'm absolutely starving. He wanted to know some old shite. Oh, apology. <laughs> some fairy tale that's been put out by the Catholic Church. Only an Irish hijacking could be this ridiculous. But thank God we're okay. Oh, thankfully. Well, it was frightening. The French security forces are so brave, and they saved us. And it just makes you think about the hugeness of people, and the potential of people. Me. Well, I was going to London to... I was just going for a visit. <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye. Cheers. Salange, salut. Let's have a song, someone. Oh, go on, Pierre. Give us one of your French shut-eyed ones. Uh, well, of course, uh, we can sing an Irish song for you, Celebration. It is well known here because of a French singer, Renan. Here, here, here goes. Content de te voir, mon vieux Willy, my pride. J'ai marché longtemps. Just going for a visit? Maybe. I don't know. Don't go, Holy Joe. Heathen. Excuse me, maybe it was my praying that saved us. We're lucky your praying didn't get us killed. You said it wrong. But you said a lot of other things right. Did I? Yeah, you did. Well, that was great now. We'll have something to tell them when we get there. We certainly will. Bon, what about Pierre for the baby? Oh, lovely. You always come up with great ones. I love you. I love you. I would have loved to see the Eiffel Tower. We should go. And we're so close. Oh, no. We have to get on to see the baby. And it'd probably be very dear. No, we'll go. My trees. Oh, Jamie. Okay. Thanks. I suppose we should see it before we die. We should. That's settled. We're off, old pal. We're away, old pal. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to depart at 2K Airport. Obviously, we've all been a bit delayed, so apologies for that. The captain has now turned on to fasten the seatbelt sign. Please refrain from smoking until we are in the air. Sir, please refrain. Ah, sure, go on. I suppose anyone's nerves will be gone. Well, light up if you want to. Fair play to you all for staying so calm. You were absolutely brilliant. All of you. That's right. Your man made a holy show of himself. But you all did yourselves proud. On it down. I shouldn't be here. I made a stupid mistake. A stupid mistake in believing. You don't even exist, do you? Don't stop believing in me now, Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence, it's me. Oh, oh, I've been waiting so long. I know, Lawrence, I love you. You are very precious to me, Lawrence. Because you are so loved by me, I have something for you. What is it, lady? It's a secret, Lawrence. The third secret? No, mate. That doesn't matter. What matters is this. Come here. Let me tell it to you. Oh. What is it? Just be kind, Lawrence. That's all. Just be kind. We've been listening to A Holy Show by Janet Moran. Patrick Moy played Lawrence Downey, Jonathan, Cahill and other roles. Katrina Ennis played Kit, Claire, Mary and Jacintha. Louis Lovett played the pilot and the singing soldier Pierre. Hilda Fay played the air hostess Belinda. Janet Moran played Bun and other roles. Georgina Miller played the air hostess Trish, Maraid and Lucia. The little boy was Benjamin Julian Moran. Sound design was by Ivan Bertissel. Sound supervision was by Damien Chanel and Kieran Dunn. A Holy Show by Janet Moran was produced by Kevin Brew and the series producer of Drama on One is Kevin Reynolds. If you'd like to listen back to the programme or other programmes in our archive, take a look at rte.ie forward slash drama on one.